Yo, how's it going, everybody? It's Charles Campbell here, back with another podcast episode, and I've been uh, I've been thinking, well, I guess rather meditating on what I wanted this episode to be about, and I've uh, tossed around a few ideas in the back of my head on what I want to talk about today, and basically, I came to the conclusion that I kind of want to change things up a little bit from the direction that I took with the first two episodes. So, uh, I think it's probably for the best that. I give you guys a little bit of an update on what's been going on in my life, I guess, in the time frame of the last, say, two weeks or so, and then transition into talking about a specific circumstance in my life that's occurred frequently over the past few months and how it's impacted me but on a positive and negative scale and incalculable levels. So basically, I just uh, you know, wanted to start off by saying that I appreciate everyone that's tuned into the podcast so far. This is a entirely new endeavor for me like I literally I've always I've, I've always kind of had a fascination with podcasts and how you know people use them to create new avenues for storytelling or whatever or whatever it is that they choose to do so I've, I've been fascinated with it for a while I'm just glad that I took the initial steps forward and you know started my own podcast but this is this is definitely going to be a journey it's not going to be very very good and overnight or maybe not even until I get a mic and good editing software and all that. So it's definitely a, a work in progress, that's for sure. And I'm grateful for everyone that's viewed it so far, or left a comment or helped me out with advice or whatever, or told me that they want to be on the podcast. It's like it's been it's been an enormous blessing. And with that being said, uh, I guess uh, how I would describe the last two weeks of my life, it's been it's definitely been an interesting situation or context or whatever like uh i went to driving school recently because i've failed three driving tests or three road tests which is what i'm going to talk about in the next part of this podcast uh that's you know basically you go back and you you don't go through like actual driver's training or anything because i already went through that when i was 17 but you just go and like uh you take and just basically relearn parking and all that stuff so it's it de- it definitely was an interesting thing, but I learned a lot of good stuff from the practitioner. So hopefully that'll aid me the next time that I take the road test, which I'd imagine will be probably within the next two weeks. And hopefully, failing it three times at this point, hopefully this will be my last time that I can just get my license and not have anything to worry about. But, you know, with a definitive certainty, I can't guarantee that I won't fail again. I mean, it's not like I'm self-sabotaging in any regard. Looking, Looking ahead, I just, I like to kind of evaluate the situation with a scope of reality it's like well i haven't exactly practiced so should i rush into this and it's been it's been definitely an interesting you know situation to be a part of failing the test three times but you know i'll talk about that more later but uh basically uh the fourth of july was pretty good um i didn't really do much i worked that monday the third and the line counts at work were really low so I didn't have to, you know, worry about doing my job at too high of a level like I do on a day-to-day basis, in my personal opinion. But it's like, uh, I don't know, I mean, it was good. It's it's good when we have those days where the line counts are super low, but then it's also really boring because you're kind of just standing around waiting and not really doing a whole lot. So it, it sucks and it's kind of beneficial, but I'd say that when, you know, the number of orders that were in the queue hit, that day I was like I was happy I was like tomorrow's the 4th of July we get a day off let's just kind of take it easy a little bit 
But uh, I'd go as far as to say that I per. I don't even know if I would say that I prefer days like that. I mean, I guess it just depends on the situation. Like, if it's before a holiday, then definitely. But most of the time, I just like doing the normal workflow and then being done with it. I mean, it's not too bad overall. And then uh, I took in this morning, or at this morning, because I'm recording this podcast on a Saturday. So it's like this morning I took and went to a place where I was renting a PS5 from and returned that. Because I'm getting my brother's PS5 that I'm buying off of him for 400 bucks. So that should be a fun time. I'll finally have like an established system that actually works and stuff. So shouldn't be a bad, shouldn't be a bad situation overall. I'm hoping not at least, but I have experience using his PS5 before. So, I mean, it worked perfectly fine. So I'm hoping that that trend carries over to me. But, uh, I mean, as far as like the last few weeks go and stuff, you know, I mean, not a really a whole lot has changed just besides going to driving school and getting the PS5 and it being the 4th of July and shooting my bow a lot more. Like, uh, not really a whole lot is going on. I mean, I'm still paranoid on an everyday basis, but I'm really trying to just get into a whole new mindset and just take it day by day, which is the best way to deal with mental health distress, I'd argue. Well, I don't even really know if I'm characterizing it as distress at this point. It's more of like a a troublesome circumstance that just kind of evolves as time has gone like has, excuse me that has kind of just evolved as time has gone on but you know it's like uh it's it's kind of really hard to characterize to people or and or explain but at the end of the day you know I'm the only one that hears my thoughts so I know what I deal with and I know that it it's definitely up there for distressing circumstances but at the end of the day, you know, I ultimately believe that most things that happen come together for good. So I'll figure out a way out of this. I have all the tools in my toolbox, like I say all the time. So it's just a matter of application, applying what I learned. But it's been, it's been a journey, like that's for sure, you know. I haven't exactly went into a terribly large amount of detail you know, since I was uh, talking about the time that I was hospitalized from August 2020 till February of 2022. I mean, that's nearly a two-year span of just constant psychiatric hospitalizations and admittances and doctor appointments and, you know, all that stuff. Like, just, I kind of just need to take time to just really unplug from it and separate myself from it, but it's almost like my subconscious is programmed just to think negatively, and the only thing I want to do is go back to the hospital, and I still feel that. But, you know, my life is good. I couldn't complain, you know. I mean, it's been, it's definitely been a journey. But I'm, like in most things, I'm just grateful for the process, grateful that I have the chance to have a podcast like this and have a good job, have good hobbies and friends, support system that cares about me. Like, I know that I am immeasurably blessed in every regard. So, you know, if I ever get the chance to get any sort of fame or whatever, or, you know, just anything of that nature, not saying that I will, but if I ever did, you know, literally speaking, I just want to be able to give back to the people that gave to me and just, like, help people. I mean, that's all I really want to do most of the time. And shoot my bow, of course. Get a really nice new bow. I'm not sure how long this uh, Bear Archery Legit will be with me, though, but she's, uh, she's did her job so far, so I can't, I can't say I'm displeased at all. She's definitely, she's been a good bow. 
you know, it hasn't really given me much of any problems besides the sight. But in other news, I wanted to take time to touch point on a few topics that have affected me over the last few years or even until this very hour. That being uh, one of them and probably the most prominent thing is my road test failures. Uh, I've taken... I've taken like... I think I failed four and taken five. So yeah, this is I failed four road tests. Uh, three of them I didn't pass parking, and one of them I took and automatic failed because I drove on the wrong side of the road into oncoming traffic. But uh, that actually wasn't too long ago. And then one of them I didn't even get to take the test because the vehicles failed the safety inspection. But so yeah, I failed the test four times, and I took the yeah I failed the test four times. So basically, uh, I'm really trying to, before I take the test again, just getting into a whole new mindset and approaching it from an entirely different angle. But it's, it's hard to deal with, man. It's like, I don't really know. Most people probably don't fail their road tests as many times as I have. I know a few people that have, but most people probably pass it in one to two tries. But, I mean, I think the, like the most, I don't really know what I would characterize as the, the most frustrating part of the process. I guess it's just like leaving the testing site and not having your license, knowing that you have to come back again. When you said that this is the last time that you're not going to come back and you told a bunch of people that this, or you told yourself more importantly, that this is going to be the last time that you take the test. And then, you know, you take it again and then again, and then you fail it one more time. It's just like constantly having to rely on people. That sucks too, but I'd go as far as to say that I believe in the universal good of it. I'm not, I'm not an internal optimist by any means. I don't see the positivity or light in most situations, but I'm beginning to see like failure is more often than not a stepping stone. It's a necessary part of the process. It's like, I know I'm trying my best. I just, I was underprepared. I'm not going in there self-sabotaging. I'm not telling myself that, you know, or evaluating it on a scale of delusion, it's like, I just wasn't ready. And I can accept that. I really can. It's just what I can accept is that I'll never have my license. Because, I mean, I just, I don't even really know how much I want it, like how much I actually want my license and to drive alone and stuff. I mean, I know there's a part of me that does, but in, in some sort of sick way, if you will, it's like, I'm kind of getting, I'm feeding off of it. It's like, you know, I'm a negative person, so I get this negative attention. It's like, oh, I'm a failure. And then it's like, you know, I go, I run with it. But there's no evidence to prove that I'm a failure because people fail their road tests all the time. It's like, it's really, it's a really hard situation to characterize once again and just to live with. I mean, I've, I've accepted it because I don't have no choice, but it's like failure doesn't define me and failure won't define me. That's kind of how I look at it or I'm looking at it presently. So if I... If I go and just evaluate the situation rationally, just take time, do the necessary stuff, practice, 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 I'll set myself up for success and then be driving in no time. But there's just, there's so much stuff I want to do and experience and me not having my license, it really gets in the way of that. So, I mean, if I ever want to truly unlock true undiluted happiness, being that of driving, it's like, I have to really take time and focus on it and just get it done. Because I suppose the beauty of, the road test situation in the state that I'm living in is that you only have to take it once. So I don't have to worry about, you know, failing it and then failing it again. It's like, once I take it, it's like set for life, which is awesome. But, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll keep trying my best, you know, keep reading, keep praying, keep doing that stuff. And hopefully one day in the near future, you know, I pass. I mean, I took driver's training. I know how to drive. I've drove dozens of times, you know, in various different driving situations. And I've, at the end of the day, always came through. Like, I've always known enough and drove safely enough to where I can make it home. So I do hope, you know, with regard to present circumstances that I pass one and two that I always just stay safe on the road and keep others safe. Because, you know, above all else, like, I mean, I'm I'm a, a son, a brother, a nephew, like a believer. So there's there's all these positive connotations that describe me, and I really want to live life to the fullest and live for as long as I possibly can. So I really need to aid on the side of caution and just wait till I'm 100% ready because, you know, road tests are $79 if you use their car, and I've used their vehicle every time. So it adds up quick. It really does, but... At the end of the day, you know, I have firm belief in the notion that God's watching over me, that the situ- that I'm never going to be put in a situation that I can't find my way out of type of thing or some variation of that notion. But it's just, it's hard to see that in the moment. It's hard when I try to reflect on it. It's like, I'm a failure. That's always in the back of my mind. But I understand the the necessity of the situation. Like when I explain that to people, it's like failure is often is more often than not necessary. It's like, what do you mean failure is necessary? It's like, well, if I don't possess the skills necessary to accomplish the task at hand, then I'm going to fail a lot of the time. Like that's not an insult to myself. That's not me self-sabotaging. That's just like, I didn't possess the skills necessary. So I failed. It's like, it's not, it's really not that big of a deal, but I get so caught up in these minute momentary things that I often forget that, when it pertains to the task at hand, it's like nothing else matters. It's like you have to accomplish the task. And if you don't have the skills necessary to, you're probably going to fail. Like, I'm not going to quote some doctrine of sports or something. That's just like, that's just kind of the rule of life. It's like you either pass or you fail. It's like what size do you, side do you choose to be on? You know, you got to put yourself in the best situation from a preparation standpoint and just go out and do the damn thing. But easier said than done, you know. I just, I, uh, I don't, I really don't know how to characterize it besides that. I mean, it truly, it truly is what it is. Like, I've accepted it. I've, I'm attempting to move on. And I know that the opportunity will always be there for me to take my test as long as I'm alive and well. So, barring any setbacks, I, I really don't think it's going to be that long till I have my license. I mean, it's just a one-time thing. That's all you got to do. It's like it's just a matter of you're either going to pass or you're going to fail. It's like I, I, I find beauty in the simplicity of things a lot of the time. So it's like there's no other really option. It's like you're either going to pass or you're going to fail. Like what do, you, what do you choose? Like put yourself in the best position for success or self-sabotage and fail and then go home and complain that you don't have your license. Well, at the end of the day, the opportunity rests on me or not the opportunity, but, you know, the, the choice rests on me. It's like I can choose put my, to put myself in the best, best position in the past or I can self-sabotage and be in the same situation over and over again, continuing to feel sorry for myself. It's like, no. It's like good versus evil, light versus dark. It's like what do you choose and what you choose have consequences because, you know, more often than not, actions have consequences.
being positive or negative, or I guess neutral consequences. But I'm just I'm really I'm really attempting to really just see, not necessarily only the negativity in the situation. It's like yeah, I failed and it sucks, but there's also there's also a certain beauty to failure, especially when I see it on the necessary scale. It's like I was meant to. I don't want to go go as far as to say that I was meant to fail. I just I didn't have enough preparation. I didn't put myself in the best position in the past, so therefore I failed. Like it's no big deal. It really isn't a big deal. And you know, there's plenty of opportunities out there for knowledge gaining. There's all this different stuff. You know, I could go test at a different road test site. I could do whatever. Like, I mean, it's not a big deal at all. I just. I think I think it's time for a change. Like I'm not going back to square one, but I just really think I need to kind of unplug from the stressors of the situation for a few days and just allow myself to rationally evaluate the situation. It's like, well, I've failed, you know, four times at this place. Like, do I really want to take it again and take that chance? Like, I know the instructors. I think like a fresh perspective would probably aid me in the process rather than hinder me, if you will. But you know, by way of deterrence and stuff, it's like, I'm not going to give up. Like, I have a big fascination with that of Navy SEALs, like their training pipeline and stuff and how they become warfighters. Like, it's so fascinating to me. So I figure if I could kind of like inspire myself a little bit, it's like, well, I'll never ring the bell, you know, because that's a part of SEAL training. It's like, when you quit, they make you get up and ceremoniously ring a bell three times. It's like, symbolizes you quit and you gave up on the team like no matter how hard it gets it's like i won't quit and i haven't quit yet so in a way you know in the metaphorical sense obviously i'm not a u.s navy seal but it's like if i take the time and just don't ring the bell just always keep pushing keep growing then i'll have my license i mean and if not even if i never get my license it's like i know where I'm going to spend my eternity. So none of this license stuff really matters in the end game. I mean, sure, it's would be a great blessing, but I'm not going to get it until I'm meant to get it. Like, I've, I put myself or the universe has put me in deliberate situations to, tr- to teach me things, I believe. It's like, you got to be prepared. You can't just rush into something. You got to have practice, 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 practice. Like, so unbelievably simplistic. And that's where... That's where I feel like I really thrive. It's like off of the thrill that comes from a simplistic endeavor. It's like, how do I continue to grow despite being held back by very minute things? Like it's really, it's really not that big of a deal. It really isn't, but I'm making it such a big deal. You know, getting caught up in the momentary thrill of, you know, negativity or whatever we're classifying it as, but I, I'm really just trying to separate myself from it for a little bit, just even a little bit of time. That's, all, that's what I really want to do. Just take the time, focus, shoot my bow a lot more, write more. Like, I, uh, I just, an idea just popped into my head. It's like, what if I write a story from the perspective of a driving test instructor? It's like, I'm outside of my body evaluating my driving. It's like, well, in that, on, that, on that automatic failure, it's like I failed because... I had to be failed because I committed an automatic failure. Like, there's these outlying things that you cannot do, and I did it. Obviously, you can't drive on the wrong side of the road into oncoming traffic, but it's like, uh, 
I'm, I'm a big fan of writing and really trying to, like, get into the headspace of another person or character and, like, really just evaluating who it is that they are or things of that nature. So I think that doing it for this particular circumstance or probing the stressor could serve me well, you know? But ultimately, at the end of the day, like I said... I believe that for the betterment of my life and for the continuous, you know, ever-evolving nature of that of life that I've been put in these situations or put myself in these situations almost subconsciously to teach myself a lesson. It's like I I really see the beauty in that. I really do. And I really believe in that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, what happens happens. I, you know, I'll accept whatever outcome. But again... Like I said, it's like I'll never ring the bell. I'll never stop trying to get my license because that's the one thing that will unlock true undiluted freedom for me or one of the many things that probably will. I mean, just like just think about all the inherent possibilities that await me once I have my license. I mean, I can go anywhere I want. When I want, I could drive to the bow shop. I could start hanging out with people more. It's like I have just so many opportunities ahead of me and all I got to do is pass a road test. It's like. Again, it's like, what do I choose? Do I choose the light or the darkness? Well, I choose the light. What I can see, you know? You're a lot better fighting something you can see rather than you can't see, so. I've just really, I've really tried to simplify it to myself and rationalize it, but be lying if I said it wasn't hard, you know? But I suppose nothing in this life that you really want you know, to obtain is easy. I mean, I have all the tools in my toolbox, like I've said before, so it's just a matter of getting around to it. But I don't know. I mean, other than that and the outline things that I just spoke about, uh, this last year or so, or, you know, life in general over the past couple of years has just been been a it's been a roller coaster of a ride but i'm grateful for the lessons that i've learned they've all came at us most of them came at a steep price but again you know i'm still here i'm still standing and breathing so there must be some sort of thing that god you know hasn't you know used in me yet that i'm still allowed to be kept around or whatever it's like you know i'm so i'm so subconsciously hard on myself for no reason it's like you're not a good person. Well, why do you believe that you're not a good person? Because you failed road tests or because you've been in the hospital? It's like nobody cares about that because I tell you what, the average person that I encounter on a day-to-day basis, I mean, besides coworkers, nobody knows they've been in the hospital because there's no stereotype for psychiatric patients. Like we all look different. And the notion that I identify as irrational distorted is just ludicrous. It's like I really need to think what I say, think about what I say before I say it because it's not doing me any well to tell people all the time that I'm distorted or irrational or, you know, autistic or this, this, and this. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything because those are just labels that are bestowed upon me by society or by myself. It's like, I'm a living, breathing human being. I'm a man. I'm a believer in Christ. I'm a son, a brother, a nephew. It's like all of this stuff, all these labels that I'm, most of the time it's me bestowing them upon myself just to simply fit in to the societal status quo. It's like, I don't fit in, so I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I'm paranoid, I'm irrational, I'm distorted. It's like, 
these negative connotations have really defined my life and my endeavors in this life. So I honestly think that, you know, changing the course of the conversation here, it's like, I just really want to get in, just do like a journey of self-discovery and just figure out really like who I am in my core when I already have an idea of who I am, but just go deeper than that. Like it's all, most of my assumptions that I have about myself, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the guy to save my, to give my life for somebody else. It's like, that's all surface level stuff. It's like, I need to know why I need, why I feel that way. Like, why is my subconscious telling me something? And then my, my conscience is like, just like ignoring it or not accepting it or whatever. It's like, or like accepting it as truth when they should be ignoring it because I know all these things are true. And then it's kind of hard to explain, but I mean, it's been, it's been a journey, you know, I, I'll keep reiterating that probably through the entirety of the time that I do this podcast, but it's couldn't be more true. Like the journey that I've been on these past few years of self-discovery of resurgence of rise and fall, if you will, a peak and plateau. I mean, it's like, uh, it's just been, it's, it's, it's really hard to describe for somebody that hasn't lived it, but you know, I mean, when I go down, I have the tendency to bring a lot of people down with me. So it's like, don't ever, don't ever bring me on a sinking ship. Cause I'll, I'll bring every, I'll bring everybody down. But at the end of the day, you know, in my experience and in my semi-professional opinion, when it pertains to distress, it's like everything works together for the greater good, you know? And good always beats evil. So it's like emphatically beats it. You know, bad things still happen to good people, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, we as a collected people, as a human race, I feel as though we are universally good. Like most people will help another person, you know, and that, that warms my heart to see or, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day... There's, you know, I've lived, I've lived a life, you know, I haven't exactly did, you know, the right thing always, but, and I haven't exactly always had a belief in God. I know for 100% certainty that I haven't always believed in God, but, you know, at this point in my life, I can comfortably say and, you know, reassure myself that if I were to pass away, say, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, or tomorrow, it's like, I lived a life and I didn't always choose the right path and I didn't certainly didn't always make the right decision, but the point that I'm at now, I just feel like I can, I can reassure myself that I'm on the right path, which is heartwarming. It's incredible. It's incredible just to see the progress that I've made. And I always, you know, choose to ignore it or say that because I'm humble, I shouldn't accept praise for my recovery or whatever. It's like, well, Except what you get, you know? Most of the time, it's like, you know, I'm never probably truly going to be recovered, but I can just, you know, learn to deal with things, learn to live with distress, you know, learn to live with my past. You know, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. But in conclusion here, I think I'm probably going to end this podcast and get it posted here pretty soon on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and then probably going to shoot my bow for some time. I was hitting some pretty 
good groups earlier, so I'm definitely improving. I got to work on my form a little bit still, but I haven't been into archery for longer than two years, so maybe if I take some time and just keep shooting, keep getting better, keep grouping, you know, it'll be all good. But most of all, I... You know, pretty much above all else that's happened to me, I'm just grateful that I decided to get interested in, in, or decided to take the chance and try archery. Like, I wouldn't, you know, I said this in my last podcast or some variation of this. It's like, archery has changed my life in so many positive ways. So, I'm going to try to, you know, spend the rest of my time on this earth just telling people to try it. You know, at the very least, just go to a bow shop, just test out a bow, you know. If you know me, shoot, I mean, I'd let you try out my bow, you know, but, or my little recurve, but it's just, it's all a matter of just perspective and dealing with things and, you know, trying your best and, you know, I'm no influencer, nor do I want to be one where I'm no advocate or champion of the people, but I do feel like I have all this experience, so I guess it's time that I, you know, share some of my less finer moments and some of my finer moments that have led me to where I am today, but I'm content at this very hour with who I am and who I'm becoming, so at the end of the day, you know, whenever I, whenever I pass on, you know, I know I have an eternity of Christ, you know, eternity spent with Christ and an eternity in heaven waiting for me, so I'm not ashamed to say that. I hope I never become ashamed to say that because at the end of the day, like, I know that's what that's what awaits me. And I'm not living living delusionally, like inspiring myself that I'm going to heaven when I'm really going to hell. It's like I have a foundational belief in Jesus Christ. I've accepted him as my personal savior. I've gotten baptized. I strive to live every day or almost every day for Christ. It's like I'm constantly evolving. So I just hope I get that time. And, you know, well, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to be posted, but I think uh, I'm going to really grow to enjoy doing these podcasts. So I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.